Hey, my name is Lo, or at least Lo is what they call me. I'll be your guide through this tale. Now I listen to the stars and I tell you what they say, but sometimes it's not so easy to hear them. If you're looking to hear us all a little more clearly, then go ahead and skip to our 10th meeting. That would be Book 2, Chapter 5. If you want to catch up on what you've missed, then you can listen to our Star Watching Recap episodes or check out our description for our recap notes. And should you be so inclined, you can find a link to our Discord server where you can talk to these boys and other TTRPG enthusiasts and find some maps and art of this world. It ain't easy sitting here, listening, talking. Sometimes I wonder if anyone can hear me or if it's just the night sky. But I hope I found someone. I hope I found you. Last we saw everyone, they had struck a deal. Virgil agreed with the head sheriff of somewhere, Donna. He's decided that Keen's friend, Lachlan, arrested for banditry, could be worth the trade of the ownership of the railway from Donning to somewhere. Why is a single man worth all that? No matter how well he sings, it seems like a big ask. But it turns out this man is wanted for more than just banditry. His crime is leaving his home island, and the sheriff can get a mighty fine reward for his exchange. She is also known for doing things by the book. If he doesn't get shipped home, he'll be shipped off to paradise. That is, if she's not pleased with the trade. So, after a talk with an anxious Keen and Ophelia, and a short sending to the good loves, it seems the deal is underway. They've gotta wait, though, until the train enters the Shadowy Somewhere station. In the meantime, at least, you can visit this jailbird friend. Or, for most of you, this jailbird stranger. You're a kind of bunch, aren't you? Where we stopped? We were just discussing the possibility of visiting Lachlan, if you so wish. Aside from that, it seems our boys have no choice but to wait in somewhere until the good loves arrive. Well, while we're all here, should we talk about what we're gonna do next? Were you wanting to visit your friend? There is still time in the day. I'm not sure if today is the best, but we have a week of waiting until the good loves get here. Maybe more? Probably so, more. So perhaps we can figure out a good way to visit him safely. And by that I mean, if we can sneak some food to him before the visit, probably be best for everyone involved. That should be manageable. You, you can magic things to look different to a guard if they're curious. I think that marigolds could carry something in. Were you hoping to do this while we are visiting? Or was this... Perhaps sooner than that? Honestly, not sure how weak he is at the moment, but I don't think that having people visit him well, he's very hungry is maybe the best idea. Right. Um, so 
will he need another length of rope to act like his hands are tied after we ruin what he currently has? Probably. Right? And the flask. Marigolds can still choose through that rope. It didn't look magical, but if it is, we'll have to figure something else out. Or risk visiting him. I don't know, what do you think, Ophelia? Ophelia sits down heavily on the love seat, rests her chin in her hands. Well, you said we had official uh, permission to visit him. Yes, we do. It shouldn't be dangerous, correct? Well, I've never seen him when he's starving. I've... Well, I've seen him a bit hungry before and he was alright. I mean, I'm still here. I don't think they're going to let him murder us, if that is your concern. Well, of course they're not going to let him. But it's... If they don't know that he's a vampire, maybe we can still keep that on the down low. Like, Ian looks up at Ox. Did you ever have anyone visit you in prison? In jail? Not in jail, no. As far as I knew, they had a visitor's room somewhere upstairs. It's the same situation. We don't know, I could easily see if Marigold can sneak him something tonight. Might just help him at least have a clearer mind. Henry, do you have any flasks here? Well, I'm sure I have at least one or two lying around. Checking the kitchen. And you know, worst case scenario, I suppose I'll always just make a request to see him outside of the regular visitor center. We can make up something along the lines of, oh, we just want to make sure his accommodations are appropriate, that he's not being kept in squalor, since it's so important and official that it warrants a railroad deal. The least they could do is keep him in something that isn't complete shit. On that note, I'm gonna go into the kitchen and look for a vessel for some blood. Ian follows. <laughs> Henry also follows yeah. to see. I'm assuming Kian and Virgil awkwardly standing in the kitchen without looking much farther than the countertop. Oh, I'm rummaging, hon. <laughs> okay. like, yeah, don't worry. I'm like, ah, yes, the utensil drawer. Where's your like mugs drawer? I'm like, ah, not where I would have put them. <laughs> Ox stands in the doorway and watches while this goes down. <laughs> the flasks are in the china cabinets. <laughs> the lower drawers. You don't like that, Virgil? <laughs> so tell me about how, like, like filigreed these flasks are. There is only one that is very nice and fancy. The other two look thrifted at best. And they're still in the china cabinet? Yes. <laughs> I'll take one of those thrifted ones. Just look around at the audience I have. Does, does Virgil give it a shake and see if there's any liquid in there or anything? Yeah, he would. They're empty. Yeah. So, what, are you all going to watch or. This feels Wait, weird. Are, are you sure that you want to do that? Did you not want me to? I mean, you're gonna find an option some way, but. You have your pick of four people now, I suppose, so. Oh, we could all dominate a little bit, then it's fair. Ophelia appears in the doorway, <laughs> raises a hand. I'm actually a bit more accustomed to it, if you want me to. Alright. He'll like shrug and hand it over. She takes the flask, 
and sort of stares at it for a moment and then looks at well, Keen. Are we doing this right now? I don't know. Are we not? Don't exactly know that vampire logistics if it has to be fresh. It's better if it is, but it's not entirely necessary. Alright, then just let me check something real quick. He he'll, he'll rummage through his pouch pocket and find just like a little piece of ribbon and tie it around Marigold's neck. Right, I just wanna I wanna check because I'm not exactly sure if it works like this. And he goes into her mind for a second and has her go invisible. And the ribbon should go invisible mm-hmm. with it. And he like pops back out. I think anything she holds will be fine. So I'm not sure if I understand. Are you planning to attach this? She holds up the flask to a little rat marigold and have her sneak it in? I think we have to find some way to attach it better, like a, a harness. Might take a minute to make one. You want to make a little harness for Marigold? She can't hold it with her hands. I, I know. Ophelia <laughs> looks absolutely delighted <laughs> by this prospect. And you're better at making things than I am, so... I don't know, maybe you can... sew a little something. Do you have a sewing machine? Henry. I do, it's in my office. Do you have any sort of material I could use? I don't think it has to be particularly strong, just extra fabric. Well, I have a few bits of scrap fabric that I'll use for making patches and things. Hopefully that will suffice. If not, I also have twine for when I, you know, roast poultry. <laughs> and I'll, I'll take both, I guess. Sure. He'll rummage through one of the kitchen drawers and <laughs> deliver twine to Ophelia. <laughs> It doesn't have to look too nice. I know. I'm... It's not going to look bad, but it's not going to be anything fancy. Right. Well, we'll see if that works, and then... Then we can fill up a flask. Right. Can I borrow Marigold? Measurements, you know. Yeah, he, he like, nudges Marigold towards Ophelia. Ophelia. And Marigold is a rat right now, yes. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Ophelia picks up Marigold, puts her on the shoulder opposite of Feli the hummingbird and you said it's in the office? Yes. Okay. Ophelia is familiar with the office because that's where the gorgeous painting of your family is. <laughs> so yeah, she heads over to the office. Uh, it's not long before you hear the, the sounds of sewing machine whirring from the closed door. Right, well that solves at least one thing. Yes, we just wait. If you'd like, Ian, in the meantime, I did tell you before we got on board the train that I have a wide selection of colognes and perfumes. If you'd like to try some of that, perhaps, for the whole blood-smelling thing, give it a test run while we're feeling... Oh, I guess that is gonna happen. Could be useful. Figure it out. Only if you want to, I mean, just an offer. Sure. Might as well. So, Henry will take Kian upstairs to his personal bedroom, where he has is what essentially just amounts to an ornate box that inside 
is a bunch of different scents of colognes and perfumes, most of them on the floral or sweet side. <laughs> but there are a few woodsy ones in there, if that's more Kian's speed. I, if I can ask, um, which ones are the most used? Mm, good question. There are a few perfumes that leave really heavy on rose and vanilla. Those are some of the most used. Good taste. Yeah. All right, I think Keen just like looks at them and I think takes like three at random. Okay, we'll try that. So you spend the rest of the day, what, at Enrys? Do you go out into somewhere? I don't think Kian leaves. I think he does read his letter that he gets, or he got a while ago before going to the jail, and paces. He just walks around, sits down and reads, like waits for Ophelia to make the tiny rat harness. Mm -hmm. Henry's home needs some groceries, doesn't it? I suppose, yes. I think if Henry has any gold to give Ox, he would make a grocery run. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> gotta Ox get a carton of eggs. Always gotta get some eggs. Yeah, he'll get, you know, some basics. Basics. Yeah. Then Henry, Mark Five Silver. <laughs> <laughs> uh, excellent. After maybe an hour, Ophelia reemerges. Uh, with Marigold in tow. She managed to find a scrap of lace. It is made of, of a few mismatched fabrics, uh, but they're sort of purposefully placed in a quilted pattern, trimmed with lace at the edges. And she proudly presents Marigold with harness to Kian. You outdid yourself. I know. All right, that looks like it should hold. I think he like experiments with like putting the flask and attaching it and taking it out. And putting it back a couple of times. It is a bit a bit awkward, uh, just because rats aren't that big compared to flasks. Yeah. But it, it holds. Well, he kind of like pats Marigold on her head. Sorry, you're gonna have to be a rat a little bit longer. We can turn you back tomorrow and we'll be fine. Marigold says <laughs> <laughs> She just boggles a bit at Kian. <laughs> yeah, do her eyes. <laughs> Excuse me? You know, Have you ever seen a rat boggle? Like I don't when know what it, that means. When you like scratch like rats' chins and they get really happy, their like eyes like pulse out of their head. Oh and god. Sure. I had I had rats. Anyway, I, I guess I didn't notice. Yes. Marigold's eyes cutely pulse in her it skull. Doesn't, it doesn't have to be cute. I don't know. <laughs> we have to put that Marigold's eyes horrifically pulse <laughs> in her skull. And Ophelia would, after a couple hours, head back to Simone's. Well, I think before that, Kim will stop her. Are we sending her now? Or Marigold? Do you want me to walk her a little bit closer? Perhaps, I guess I don't need to go. She's not that good at remembering things. <laughs> so, should at least get to the District 7 before giving her the whole direction list. So do you want me to come with you? Do you want me to go with you? 
Not necessarily, but I guess we do need to fill the flask. And also, she like pulls out one of the perfume bottles. Thank you, Kian. No. Listen, I'm not really sure if this is going to work, but it was a theory of Henry's that maybe if you put on perfume around me while you were bleeding, that perhaps it wouldn't be as bad. Well, I wasn't going to do it around you. No. I can go into another room. It might be a good chance to experiment. I was thinking that if he had a different sort of scent around his nose, then perhaps he wouldn't be so tempted by blood. Oh, oh. Might want to try that now. All right. Feels okay. Only bit one person. And I was in a pretty bad state. I've been able to control it quite well before him. I think he awkwardly <laughs> like looks over at Virgil. A fear looks between the two of them. Just looks sort of away. slowly nods. <laughs> but it would be great if I didn't accidentally feel the urge to bite somebody on a day-to-day basis. I haven't had too much exposure, so... So you... Exposure therapy, you know? <laughs> We're just trying things. If you said control environment, it is the best time. Um... Perfume yourself, then. <laughs> <laughs> he will just like spray a little bit on his wrist. Probably didn't want more than that. Like around the neck, probably, so it's closer to your face. I was gonna put my wrist up to my nose, I don't... But in combat, you may not necessarily have the time to We're do just that. testing the idea right now. Should I think... not be realistic? Do you want me to show you how to do it properly? Oh. <laughs> You're supposed to put an A in front of you, right? Well... It entirely depends on the kind of perfume you're using. If it's one that diffuser, that's one method. But if it's more of a concentrated oil, which some of the ones that the Kian selected are, you're going to want to put them generally on the wrists or around the neck, depending on where you're expecting exposure. I just don't understand why, if I'm smelling it strongly, matters where I'm putting it. Alright, well, let's try this out. Um, <laughs> Ophelia closes the, the door behind her um, as she was just about to leave. Henry, your restroom? Second floor on your left. Just in case, you know. What are you expecting to do? Blood gets places. Virgil just nods. <laughs> Alright, should I roll for Kian? Yeah. yeah. Ophelia seems very familiar with like the motions she's going through. But looks sort of awkwardly over at Kian as she's doing it, more like she's embarrassed than anything. And you hold your lovely scented <laughs> perfume up to your nose. Yeah. Like and any... we see you roll with advantage. Okay. She relatively quickly fills up the, the flask, and all you can really smell is the... He chose them at random, but did go for the like simpler bottles. Fine, simple. <laughs> um... <laughs> Simpler. Simpler. Yeah. Not plated with gold. Yeah, not like... <laughs> well, it's called hors d'oeuvre. <laughs> it's uh, sandalwood bergamot, and we'll give you a hint of chamomile. Ooh. As well as a hint of blood. A little bit of iron in the air. Yeah. But it's not too strong. 
Right? Escape the bathroom. He'll grab the flask and put it in Marigold's little harness and follow Ophelia out the door and kind of nod goodbyes. If I'm not back in, let's say, four hours just to be safe, then maybe worry. We'll give you three. See, last time I might have jumped the gun a little bit and they don't open the doors very often. Did you need someone to open the door for you? I can definitely open a door for you if you'd like to come with. Well, perhaps we could have Virgil come along and ask about what time we can arrange a visitation tomorrow. That was what I was thinking. Perhaps they would be more accommodating if we scheduled it. You would not be that suspicious and I'll stay back. Send Marigold in with. All right. Ophelia, who's sort of supporting herself against the door frame. <laughs> you two can go with Kitten and I'll just go back to Simone's, if that's alright. Sure, you don't want to wait here for a bit. It's, it's fine. I've done this before. Ox comes out of the kitchen with a glass of water for her while she waits behind for her as they're discussing yeah. what to do. Yeah, I think Kian like pushes her into a chair. <laughs> Ten minutes. She accepts the water from from Ox, just sort of nods, sips at it. And they go off. Making way back to your favorite location in somewhere. Yeah. The jail. But Delilah stays behind with Ox. Mm. And Orna. Yeah, Ox waits with Ophelia, and then if she'll allow it, he'll walk her to Simone. She'll like loop an arm through (laughs) Ox's and very happily go with him. Yeah, Ox is uh, a little anxious as always, you know, he's looking around making sure nobody's like watching them. She greets Simone and goes back to her room. Ox kind of awkwardly nods towards Simone and then goes back out. Holds down the floor at Henry's. Yeah, goes back to Henry's and starts working on the gun some more. Works on the gun? Okay. About 10 minutes before they reach the jail, like, Kian will kind of duck into an alley for a second. Like, motion to both Virgil and Henry. Just realized I should probably let him know what's happening. Be a moment. <laughs> and he gets out the device. And, yeah, I don't know, what does he say? <laughs> I'm sending Marigold to untie your hands. She has a flask. I suggest that he drink it. It's Ophelia's blood. The light from the stone fades. Did you want to come into the jailhouse with us, or did you want to wait outside for now? Just considering my last interaction, I think I'd rather wait outside. They didn't see you, did they? No, they saw a different person, but not really up for it right now. Still nervous? I'd rather see this through than risk anything else by talking. He will just stay back at least like a five minute walk to like hold Marigold, tell her the details, go in to be invisible. And he'll put her on Virgil's shoulder. I suggest you probably put her on the ground before, but she doesn't walk super fast. All right. Hope we don't step on her. She's good at evading things. The boys approach the jailhouse <laughs> <laughs> and I will like set 
Mythical Marigold down like right next to the opening of the door. <sighs> Take a big breath and open it. It's it's empty in the in the entryway. Um, sort of like I described before, you know, you see the desk behind a window. Behind the desk is see an older woman whose head is bent over some some paperwork. She looks up as you walk in and like slides open the window. How can I help you? Hello, yes. Um my name is Virgil Flores. I don't know how quickly news has spread, but Sheriff Donna has arranged for us to be able to visit one of your prisoners, and we were wondering perhaps what visiting hours might be for tomorrow. Oh, well, let me check. She pulls out um, a drawer and thumps a large book onto the desk and starts slipping through it. Uh, you see, it's, it's like a five-year calendar type of thing. Most of the entries, the pages, are just blank, and she gets to she gets to tomorrow. It looks like we don't have any visits tomorrow, so any time between hours of um, say nine and six. All right. Um, how does noon sound? Is that appropriate? I think noon should be a fine time. Does that work for you? Of course, and it will be the two of you, and uh, two or three others, I believe. Oh. Um, I'm afraid we don't allow more than three. Alright. We could make three work. Okay. She takes out pink dyed feather quill and writes, Visit at 12 with a little smiley face. As a quick question for clarification before we actually get here, are we allowed to bring, how should I put this, highly domesticated animals like a familiar? You may bring a familiar, yes. Excellent, thank you. Well, thank you for your time. We will be back tomorrow. Ta-ta! She closes the window. Turn and go. <laughs> Step outside the building and just... <sighs> big exhale. Where did we leave Keen? Uh, that way, I think. Keen's just hiding in an alleyway. <laughs> You're just, like, down an alleyway with your eyes glowing. <laughs> like a little creature. So you all exit the jaws and find Keen crouched like a little creature in an alleyway. He is leaning against a wall. He's not crouched. But like, my important clarification, is he sexily leaned up against the wall or is it more of a thug lean up against the wall? Head against the wall. <laughs> you know what? It was going to be more of like a casual sexily leaning up against the wall, but I do think his forehead is pressed against the bricks. <laughs> And he's just leaning. So at the mouth of this alley, Virgil stares at you for a little bit and then kind of awkwardly, like, taps his knuckles against one of the bricks, as if to knock. I'm sorry to interrupt whatever this is. Um, do you have a way of checking if your marigold got inside? I don't have a way of checking. I'm just gonna have to wait. But we can go. We can call her back in a couple of hours. Alright, so back home for the night. And it is unfortunately a waiting game, but we have an appointment scheduled for tomorrow at noon. They will let three people visit him. And you can bring a familiar, or an animal in my case. Alright, well, well, we'll figure that out in the morning. Meet Sophia at Simone's. We return to Henry's. I do want to say, on the way home, Ox would pick up a little bottle of whiskey somewhere. Are you going fancy with this whiskey purchase? No. Okay. Not by any means. Then it could just be like a silver. Cool. 
Kian will like roughly around midnight see if the if the device will work again, if that's when it resets. So he'll start speaking. It doesn't it doesn't react. He'll sigh. Put it down by his bed. You yeah. said that's happening at midnight? Yeah. Virgil's still up. He's just kind of like fiddling with his earring. Probably all that you could hear if you were trying to pay attention is just like he'll say Lachlan once. You have no news then? No, I wanted to check in and let him know that we're visiting tomorrow. But I feel you can do that in the morning. So. Alright. Certainly. She arrived. She must have gotten in. So. I'm sure everything is alright. I'm sure. Inga's posture is very rigid. And he'll kind of start putting things away into his bag, taking off some layers, getting ready for bed. You can see in the dark, right? As can you. What? As can you. Right now, like looking into the shadows of the room, can he see? As you say, as you ask Kian that, you realize you can also kind of see, actually. I can? Can you, um... One moment, and he blows out the candle. If I may, just real quick, for Henry's house, when it comes time to be dark, it's not just like the regular, oh, the sun sets, moon is out, etc. Since it's always light in this area, in mm -hmm. particular. So for Henry's house, he has very thick, heavy curtains nice. that are like behind a set of decorative curtains, but for all of the windows. And so they get drawn really tightly. Mm -hmm. And so it's darker than normally. The light that Henry's talking about was, or that Neil was talking about is like city lights, like arcane lights that are set up around. Just, um, can you tell me if my eyes are doing anything weird? He looks, they have the same reflective coloration as, as eyes with, with dark vision. Can you see right now? I hold out a hand. Like flinches back a bit. Yes, and I should not. One moment. He'll slowly take off his earring and carefully like set it down on the table next to him. And then give it a second. Can you still see? It starts to fade as you look back into the shadows. Alright, um, well, it's going away. Is the the thing is still there? Do they look normal? Yeah, they're getting there. But it's like a slow fade to... Mm -hmm. It's very interesting. I think they were reflecting a little bit before, but they're not anymore. Strange. He'll pick up the earring again and see if anything happens while he's just holding it. Silly returns. He'll put it back on. So is that a magic item that you have? It's not supposed to be. It... I suppose it is magical in origin. But it is not supposed to be magical itself. Do you have a way of telling? You don't think I do? Would your friend? Are you talking about my patron? Or well, Ophelia? I, I was talking about Ophelia, but if your patron would know, that that would also be useful. To be honest, I'm not quite sure. I don't know if my next conversation with my patron is going to be a positive one. I'm a little frustrated right now. With this situation, I assume. 
with this situation. Well, you don't have to contact them for my sake, that's alright, I can speak to Ophelia tomorrow. I was gonna contact them tonight anyway, but I think that's gonna be a private conversation. If it seems appropriate to bring it up, I will bring it up, but otherwise, it's probably gonna have to wait until Ophelia can check tomorrow. That's alright, um, there is, I don't think, any rush here. Were you going to have this conversation in your sleep, or should I give you the room for a while? I can do it in my sleep. Probably better that way. He's taken off his, like, overbelt, and he's taken off his scarf. Scarf isn't maybe not the best word. The, like, draped sash. fabric sash that he has. And he's, like, about to unclasp. He actually has a harness under that. And you can see there is one wooden stake. And he's slowly putting it away as he realizes that you can see it. Do you want me to ask? Or shall I pretend I didn't see it? Honestly, it's not... I don't think it's what you think it is. It seems a rather pointed statement, actually. Uh -huh. So... I wasn't sure what was gonna happen next, or... Who was gonna come after me next? It is not for your friend in jail, is it? Of course it's... it's not. Was it for whoever... whatever did this to you? He... He looks down, brows furrowed. Not for him either. Ian, this wasn't meant for yourself, is it? Not exactly. That wasn't a no. There wasn't a plan for this. Just thought it would be best to have one available. I didn't think that you could see it or this would be a conversation right now. Do you think it's still necessary to have? I think that... Well, maybe it's not important to have on my person at all times. I've realized that being out and about in the world, having things to protect yourself from specific beings might be a good idea. So this here. And I'd at least like to have it in my bag. But I think I can make it less readily available. I think that might be for the best. Well, I'm gonna have a conversation with my patron right now. If you can uh, let me take a rest and he'll fully take off his belt, get up, come sit right next to Virgil and put a hand on his shoulder. Can I roll for eavesdropping on this conversation? Absolutely. You little elf shit! <laughs> <laughs> what? We have established that you don't sleep much, so you absolutely yeah. can. What modifier? But don't you sleep in a separate room? Closed? Yeah, but Ox typically leaves that door a little cracked. Okay. Not. Okay. It's like mostly closed, but there's like a nice little gap. Okay. I'm going to. I'm not going to make you roll for being awake if you want Ox to have been awake this around midnight. Yeah, um, you can, but I will have you roll for like what, how, how well you can hear this conversation. Yeah, absolutely. Because they're talking quietly. 
But with a 14, yes, you can hear the conversation. Cool. And I think I'm going to roll a persuasion check. He puts a hand on on Virgil's shoulder. And it, like, looks directly into his eyes. I promise you that this is not for me or for Lachlan. There is no plan. I don't want you to worry about this. Just feel a bit safer having this close to me. I think I will roll insight if that's allowed. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, if mm-hmm. I roll one more six, we're in trouble, guys. Uh, so <laughs> no, we're seven not. total. That means the devil shows yeah, up and Henry's means... good friends with the devil. Yeah. Don't worry about it. All right. Will you promise to let me know if that changes? He stops for a second. I think looks down. You know what? I don't think that it... It's very easy to make thieves, so maybe this gesture won't feel that strong. But if you feel that strongly about it, you can have it. No, I'm not going to take it from you. It makes you feel safe. I just... If your feelings on the matter change, I want you to tell me. I want somebody around me to have it. If that person is me, that's fine. If you would feel better if it's you, I can accept that as well. Alright. It helps us both sleep at night. I'll hold on to it. He nods. He'll take the, like, harness with the stake on it and just... He's probably got space. Yeah, he'll, like, tuck it into his belt and put his cloak over it. All right. Now. Now I'm gonna go to sleep. Kian flops down into his bed, closes his eyes. I think when he means to reach out to Aelin through his dreams, he will kind of do it as he's falling asleep, like, right when he closes his eyes. And kind of ease into the dream fairly quickly. Okay, you you ease into the dream. You've done this plenty of times before, it's not hard. And it takes Aelin a few moments to fully form, which again is not a surprise to you in such a dark room where natural light doesn't really reach. I guess I always pictured the dream scape area to be more of like a white void-ish, not many discernible features. It's still in that space, but because you're in a place where natural light can't really reach, it takes Aelin a little bit to form there. They still do, of course, because it's you. Kian is sitting down. He's got his eyes closed. And after a few minutes, he'll kind of feel their presence fully and he'll open his eyes. They're sitting directly across from him, about six inches away, in exactly the same pose. It's been a moment since we spoke. You alright? I'm not sure, actually. I mean, I'm alright. I'm not hurt, physically. But I did learn some things. Talking to Ophelia that I'm not... He'll look down again. Can you please tell me, in a bit more detail, from your perspective, what exactly you did to put Lachlan in jail? 
they have been staring very sort of intently at Kian this whole time. It's a, a gaze that often they <laughs> they turn on you. That feels natural between the two of you. It falls to the the ground. You didn't hurt him or anything. I told you that, didn't I? It just sort of It doesn't matter, does it? It does matter to me. Why? Because from what I've heard. Unless there's somebody else using my face, it sounds like Lachlan was playing a show in somewhere and followed me. Well, it wasn't you exactly. I mean, you weren't in somewhere, so you know it wasn't you. Was it you? Yes. Do you need... I mean, you know, I look sort of like you. Why? Why do I look like you? That as well. Why what? Well, let's start there. Why do you look like me? Because you're my friend and spend a lot of time with you. I understand that we're in a perhaps difficult point in our friendship right now, but I... I don't want you to look like me anymore. They sort of fade out and fade back in, still looking like you, but a little less present. What am I supposed to do then? You need to find someone else to look like if you don't have a way to make your own image. But I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Their skin changes again to the maroon color. You see some horns appear for just a moment and disappear again. And it's a ghostly figure of you. And they fade out again. And then there's a ghostly figure of you again. I'm not going to do it again. I don't fully understand why you do all the things that you do. And that's okay. I, I thought he heard you. I get that. And that's why I'm trying not to be mad at you right now. What do you not understand? I don't trust you having my face anymore. And if this is gonna work out right now, I need you to figure out a different way of looking. Your image fades again and is replaced with Lachlan's. Hian closes his eyes. <laughs> and looks down. I'd prefer not that either. We have to start somewhere. You wear a mask sometimes. There's always that. The Lachlan-shaped alien in front of you nods. Sort of hoping I wouldn't have to do that. With you? Until you can find a better option. I prefer that. Kian takes a deep breath and put his like hands on his temple and just close his eyes tightly. Look, I, I've messed up too. I want this to remain a good thing, but I am mad at you right now. You're doing things the way that you did them, and I need you to figure out a solution for that in the future. 
a way that you can look instead. It's preferably just you can even do that. I don't look like anything. Well, maybe you can find a way that you want to look. But honestly, I'm, I'm trying to control my feelings right now. I'd like you to think about that. I think we should end this conversation here before I say something I don't want to say. Your eyes still closed? I think they'll open their eyes at this point. Aelin's not there anymore. And Kian just takes another deep breath and lays down and tries to go to sleep. You lay down in this sort of warm, white space that you've created with Aelin. Cass, did you... Is this always where you've met Aelin when you're not in the real world? Since yeah, I think so. Despite the conversation at hand, despite the emotions between the two of you during that conversation, it's still a comforting place. Um, it's not hard to fall asleep deeper there. Before you do, you see a few things. You see Lachlan up on a small platform. It's outdoors. It looks very handmade. But there's a huge crowd. There's another figure up there too, uh, wearing a large brimmed hat, almost similar fashion to him, uh, but with with long skirts, playing the fiddle. You see Lachlan meet your eyes. You see him run after you. And you're looking over your shoulder and he's running after you. You see someone appear behind him uh, with a large, looks like maybe a crowbar, bash him in the back of the head, he falls. You turn around the corner. And you fall asleep. That's the sound that Virgil hears. Are you serious right now? As he goes to sleep. So does he sleep? He would sit up. And his hand goes to the earring. And would just wait a few seconds. See if he hears it again. You don't hear anything. He would look at Kian, who was asleep on the couch, get up. He would go downstairs, walk past Orna, crack the front door open, just look both ways down the street. There's a few groups of people walking around. You're in town. Oh, yes. somewhere, yeah. Yes. yes. <laughs> God. Um, a lot of the buildings are completely lit up, uh, both residential places and bars, mm-hmm. casinos. You even see a grocery store down the road that still has all its lights on. A couple people turn and stare at you. He doesn't even look at them. He's just listening. It's kind of loud outside. There's a lot of hustle and bustle happening around you. People chatting. He closes his eyes. Uses his ears. You think maybe... You hear an echo back, but you can't be sure if it's wishful thinking. The same whistle? Mm-hmm. <whistles> Nothing. He stands there for maybe another minute and then just shakes his head and closes the door. Go back upstairs to sleep. Okay. Next morning. Go get up. Make your breakfast. Skin calls Mergle him at that point. The harness comes back. The flask doesn't. 
This is probably early morning. I think he would have woken up at like six. Is anybody else up? Ox. Ox is awake. He'll nod to Ox, kind of give a little smile, and then quietly head downstairs. He'll kind of sit by the the counter and check with Marigold. Yeah. So through slightly blurred but readable visions from Rat Marigold, uh, you do see that she made it fairly easily to Lachlan's cell. I mean, there's security, there are occasional guards here and there, but as far as any sort of advanced arcane protection, the jail seems to be lacking. So, with very little effort, she gets to Lachlan's cell. She looks up at him. You see she like has placed her paws like on one of his legs. Um, he seems to be sleeping. She looks around a bit, sniffs at the floor. There's some crumbs in the corner. There's what looks like, like bars of music drawn in the dirt on the ground. She scuttles back. Lachlan opens his eyes and looks down at her. And then she starts nibbling away at the, the ropes round. You see him reach for the flask, pulls down the cloth around his face, takes a little sip, just sort of stares at her. And then she curls up in the hand that he offers. And that's where the Marigold Vision ends. He will probably spend some time just holding the device. And it looks like he's going to say something. And he doesn't yet. He'll look to Marigold. Do you want to... Do you want to be a shape that you choose? Her ears wiggle. In affirmation, of course. And I think then he'll spend the next hour doing the ritual. Okay. Marigold reappears as a pigeon. Do you sleep in? I don't know if we've talked about this. When you're at your home, do you sleep in? No. Henry's not really one for sleeping in. He'll be up at seven. Okay. He's has company, so... In this case, he would get up and make himself presentable, wash face, uh, put on more basic clothing, like the underclothes, so not like the full vest and everything, give Delilah a little brush, and then come down to make himself fresh breakfast, or see if there's any breakfast that Ox has made that he can steal. As you're brushing Delilah and thinking about your breakfast that you may have in store for you already, if Fox is, is up, um, as he often is at this time in the morning. Uh, you hear the voice of your father uh, from, from the Sending Stone. Henry? Rather busy here. Metal can depart soon. Strange request. In preparation, you're hoping for a fight or a compromise? Oh, <laughs> Henry will, of course, take the stone once he hears his father's voice and hold it up. Preferably not a physical fight, but I don't know how willing they are for compromise, so long as things aren't worse. Thank you. And he'll put the stone away. Go downstairs for breakfast. Ox, have you prepared breakfast? Yeah. 
Ox, Ox has made some black coffee, and uh, he's been sipping on a cup of that with just just a little bit of whiskey in it. And uh, he it's made seven a.m. <laughs> <laughs> he made some <laughs> eggs and bacon and probably some toast and cut up some fruit that he got. Yeah, like a nice little breakfast spread for everyone. The day is yours. Well, you've got to decide who is visiting in Telophilia. Now, as much as I'm sure Ophelia would like to go, she might not necessarily be the best candidate if she was seen with Lachlan right before he was arrested. I'd hate to have Ophelia arrested as well. That would complicate things. Perhaps this is a better discussion to have with her? I think there are ways that she can go and disguise a bit, but... I'm not exactly sure if I want to go. I would love for Marigold to go with. I'll think about it on the way. I feel like we're not going to be able to have the conversation that we need to have in a visitation room, so perhaps it's best if I wait to have that conversation when we can actually have it. Alright, if, if you're certain, but... You have until noon to decide, so take your time. Also, if you'd like, you may bring me along, and I'm not opposed to making a, something of a... I'd like to say scene, but I really mean distraction, or for a guard or someone to give you an opportunity to speak with Lachlan, if you'd like. I don't mind being obnoxious, you know. People do expect it from me already, everything considered, so we can use that to our advantage if you'd like. I highly doubt they'll arrest me. I mean, I'm sure Donna would love to, but my dad is already on the way, so it would be very uncomfortable for them to make a deal if I'm already arrested. Thank you for the offer. Um... I did pack those uh, cigarette box or cigar boxes for a bribe too to help out. I don't think it would hurt to take one just in case. The best thing that we can do right now is let him know that there is a plan to get him out, that it will take time. I do think it would be best if he did get a chance to see Ophelia. I think that would make him feel better than a bunch of strangers appearing at his door, making promises. But I think this is a visit, perhaps for his sake, more than ours. And if that's true, I'm not sure if I should be there. And playing things by ear is maybe what's best at the moment. And maybe in a week, I'll feel like visiting him as well. We should, we should get to Simone's. Finish your breakfast and go to Simone's. Um, Simone doesn't even turn her head towards you as you all enter. She just waves you towards the stairs. And you make your way up to Ophelia's room. Shuts you all in, brings you over to the bedroom. She's sitting as per usual, sort of crisscross at the edge of the bed next to Penny the deer. She's like scratching at the base of her antlers. So does anyone want to go? They said three people. I'm not sure. You don't think you... Ian? I could be convinced, but I think if I'm going, you should be there as well. 
Penny sort of ducks her head as the scritches get a little bit too intense. And Ophelia pulls her hand away. I'm just... not sure if I'm entirely comfortable. Going. If I may, it may bring some small comfort to see a familiar face. If you are comfortable walking into the jailhouse. Kian mentioned you may be able to disguise yourself somehow, if it will make you feel safer. Well, I wouldn't be a familiar face then, would I? No, but you could know it was you. She sort of laughs and shrugs. I think it's an unnecessary level of complication. That's... I agree with Henry. Henry seems kind of smug about that. <laughs> Ophelia seems a little bit despairing about it. <laughs> If I am caught or get involved in all of this somehow, I'm putting more than just myself at risk. And in a way, it's my responsibility to stay out of this. But I don't want to stay out of it completely because it's Lachlan and I'd like to get him out. But that's the end of the matter. I, I, I don't think I should go. Unless, Kian, you really need one of us to. But I would advise against it. I would love to know how he's doing, have miracles follow. I think what I'm having a little trouble understanding, Kian, is why you don't want to see him. I mean, I'm sure visitation isn't the most pleasant setting, but you have been rather worried, rather concerned. First, you were worried he might attack and eat us. I mean, obviously an understandable concern if he's a vampire who hasn't eaten in a long time. But now, well, he has eaten, he's fed, is that inhumane to speak that way? I, regardless. More importantly, now all of a sudden you've got cold feet? It's... Oh. Oh. Is it a myself and Maggie sort of situation? <laughs> Nail on the head with that one, good luck. <laughs> I did not leave him at the altar, if that's what you're implying, but... Oh, no. So are you implying? Well, less of the you left your past fiancé at the altar and more of a messy breakup, was what I was thinking, hinting at. Well, I'm not exactly sure what he thinks happened. Keen, of course he thinks it was a messy breakup. Do tell. You really don't have to. Perhaps mm. we can wait till later. Well... I'd rather prefer not to step on any toes while we're in the prison. I did already make the social mistake of mentioning venison. So, I'd rather be informed before than backtrack. I'm just sure that he's rather confused right now as to why I've been contacting him. And I might be a little bit angry as well, but I care about him and I want him out of here. Look, I I'll just... I'll go. Alright, that settles it then, I suppose. Just not sure how it will go. Perhaps it would be best. No offence, he doesn't have the highest opinion of the good loves. So I think it's either you or me. Oh, well. I mean, surely he doesn't know my face. I'll just introduce myself as Henry. I won't, you know, include the entire title. It does sound rather plain, but, you know. Those things can be remedied later. Probably be best if you didn't mention your family and you're coming. Well, seeing as I was the one who made the appointment and 
officially have done as approval, it is probably best. Don't want to leave Ox out of this. But I don't mind hanging out with Ophelia for the time being. Also, it sounds like you've spent enough time there. Unless you want to go back? Not particularly to the jailhouse, no. Right, I don't mind some company. It's settled, I guess. It's a long walk, so let's head on over. Okay, so Ox, do you hang back at Sinone's? Yeah. Okay. Ophelia makes a pot of tea for the both of you, and... What kind of tea? Hmm. Laps on Suchong. I'm unfamiliar with this That's tea, like so a... Ox is definitely unfamiliar. So Ophelia prepares a, a tea that has a pretty strong smell as she's uh, making it. It's a very dark, savory, sort of smoky tea. She opens one of Simone's china cupboards and pulls out mismatching but very lovely teacups for both of you and pours you both some tea. Uh, she pulls a deck of cards out from one of the desk drawers in Simone's uh, room and sets out a game of solitaire for you. Ox savors his cup of tea. It's very delicious. And she's pretty quiet um, as you stay behind and play some cards. And the rest of you go to jail. <laughs> hey, wait, nice. we, yeah. do, do we, we pass go? Do, do we, we collect, collect 200? 200? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> no. And the same sort of older woman is behind the desk. Good morning, or afternoon. Afternoon. So it'll be the three of you then. The Peter so. Could you please give me your names? Well, Virgil Flores. Henry Tempest Goodlove. Gian. Linus. She writes it down. See, she ends with a S with a very fancy sort of flourish. Right, uh, just one moment, please. She gets up, disappears from behind the counter for a moment, and then the closed door to the right of this just sort of sparse room opens. You can see some hallways behind her. And she sort of waves you in, come on then, and starts tap-tapping in her high heels down the hallway. I think Kian goes last. <laughs> so you'll all understand, of course, you cannot be alone in this visitation room, uh, just in case, so there will be a guard there, and I'm, I apologize for that if you wish for some privacy, but they tend not to um, get too involved, they don't interrupt or anything like that, so just just pretend it's a fly in the wall. I don't know the process here. Did you need us to disarm or anything? Is this just sort of a trust situation? Well, uh, Head Sheriff Donna has told me that I can trust that the three of you won't be trying anything. She looks at each of you with a very wide smile. So there's no need for that unless you wish to. Her word is good enough for me. It would reflect very poorly, not only on her, but on ourselves if we were to be acting up in a prison such as this one. So no, we shan't be doing anything. That's good, because you'd probably be killed. Anyway, the door is to the left right here. Thank you. Thank you very much. Nods. Is it a solid door? Yes. You're in just sort of a, a dimly lit gray stone hallway. You ready for this? I mean, as ready as I'll ever be. So let's go. And he takes a deep breath and opens the door. 
It doesn't look much different from the hallway. Plain gray stone. The room is, is small, maybe like 30 feet by 30 feet. Uh, no windows. And it's bisected by a barred wall. Uh, the spaces between the bars about three inches. Uh, you see a door on the other side and Lachlan. I was just sitting cross-legged on the floor. His hands are bound again. Not his, uh, not his face though. In the far right corner, uh, you see another figure, a sort of tall, looks like maybe an elf, very muscular. Um, you can, you can tell underneath just their, their jail uniform. Uh, they're completely silent. Just, just watching. Lachlan is silent as well. Sort of squints up at you, each in turn. I think that Kian will sit on the floor across from him. Kind of close, but also a good foot away. I'm honestly not sure what to say right now. Is he making eye contact at all, if Kian tries to? Yeah, just staring at Kian. He sort of looks like he's sizing you up. Kian maintains eye contact for a pretty good portion and then we'll look away. The main thing that I want to say to you right now is that we're going to have a conversation. After all this. Who are you? Stays turns to Virgil and Henry. Fuck, I didn't think about this. <laughs> Virgil like steps forward just a little bit, but is still a ways behind Key and the side. We're, well, rather new acquaintances with your friend here. I had Kian to assist me on my travels from Enosh down here to somewhere. But, well, really his services have cost me much more than I had in gold, so here I am, repaying the favour. Lachlan sort of slowly uh, starts to stand up. You see the guard like, take a step forward, but pause. As, as Lachlan comes to a stand and leans against the wall. So you're here to get me out then? <clears throat> That's the plan. Great. Let's go. We can't do it just yet. Part of why we're here right now is to loop you in on things, but... We took a more official route of getting you out. That takes time. It's going to be a while. And if it takes longer than two weeks, we're going to figure out another way. That's still a very legal and lawful way. Henry glances to the guard. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Lachlan has had sort of a, a stony-faced expression. Half-smile doesn't reach his eyes, but as you give him the the time estimation of two weeks the facade fall two weeks we're going as fast as we can here <laughs> as fast as <clears throat> steps forward closer to the bars I'm trying to be the hero it's been a long time i don't know how long days blend together four months since you've been here Okay, four months. Looks back at behind Keen's shoulder, the two of you. It's a long time. You're here. Why not today? Keen looks over at the guard. 
The guard is just standing there, leaned back against the wall again. And when he does so, he's making like a very obvious like show. A little bit of a head nod. There's steps that we have to go through. No, that's not what you want to hear. That's going to happen. Lachlan just stares at you for a moment. And then, out of your control, you can't help but flinch back as a gob of spit hits you in the face. He just slowly raises his hand, wipes it off. Look, you... You realized one of my worst fears. I'm not gonna help realize yours. We're getting you out. You won't be stuck here and somewhere. I can promise you that. There's only so much that we can do in the meantime without getting Ophelia in trouble. He looks back at the guard. There is a very loud and dramatic sigh from Henry. <laughs> you know, all of this, the spitting and everything, I'm rather weak at the constitution. It's all a bit stressful for me. If you don't mind, and he makes a very obvious show in the very obvious, at least to him, vicinity of the guard of opening his vest, and he has stashed the cigar. <laughs> and he pulls out a cigar. Yes! <laughs> but I think I simply have to step out for a smoke break, and he looks to the guard. If someone would be so interested in joining me, I have quite a few to share, and these really are such a lovely brand. Just roll procedure. Fifteen. The guard stares, completely blank-faced, at Henry for a moment, then looks at the two of you. Donna knows your names, and if you try anything stupid, you're going to be the one behind these bars. I know. I'm very aware. They're really very well behaved, but... I can show you where to smoke. Excellent, thank you so much, sir. The guard opens one of the doors, or opens the door um, behind the the bars, and they look back and say, you have ten minutes. Close it again. And pretty soon, the door behind you opens, and they've reappeared back in the hallway. Henry comes along immediately, Mm -hmm. offering a cigar to him, or two, or three. Or ten. Excellent. I'll say, I think we said each box is a dozen. Yes. Yes. Uh, the, the guard will ask for six. He'll get six. Okay. Virgil just goes and stands next to the door and looks <laughs> real awkward. You could have gone for a smoke, Virgil. <laughs> Someone's got to supervise. Lachlan sort of just sinks back to the ground during all of this. His eyes are closed. He leans his head against the, the wall. Look, there's... There's only so much I can say right here, but if it gives you any comfort, I think that there was some misunderstanding. I thought I wrote more in that note. I was just intending on going to think about my new situation, away from people, away from being looked at. And I might have made some choices that I didn't talk to Aelin about any of this. In fact, I kind of shut them out. And I'm very aware that my actions of shutting them out caused them to try to problem solve on their own. Kind of pause. Look over to Lachlan. So his eyes closed. I don't know what is the best case to go about all of this. 
But we wanted to come today to let you know the timeline. Our memes are too roped into all of this to easily break you out faster. We weren't aware the way that we tried to get you out would take this long, but we're here now and Ophelia's safe and anxiously waiting. And we can leave you today alone to wait those two weeks. If you want somebody to talk to in the meantime, we have free visitation. There's a long pause before size open again. Turns his face towards you. Is Penny alright? She's got a very comfortable bed right now. It's Simone's. See the, the half smile come back. Just for a moment. You need to get me out of here. I know, and if all else fails, I will break you out of here myself. It's just gonna put everyone in danger at that point, so it's going to be last. last effort. Just nods. His eyes close again. Marigold can keep visiting if you want. Scan. His eyes open. Alright. If you want to talk more, I can. I just think that... I think it's best if we wait for that conversation later. But if you need something to think about, however mad I am at the situation. Shake his head a little bit. And then, like, look back at Auckland and try to make eye contact. His eyes... Pretty much only open when he speaks to you. I will say, a lot of things that I thought would happen, he kind of, he's stumbling over his words. He's kind of losing eye contact a little bit again. Look, I don't, look, I don't think that it worked the way that I thought it would. This whole vampire thing, the whisper vampire, it didn't fully work. And that's not... I would have still come to this conclusion regardless, even if it had. But I do think that it helps me stay safer. I can do a little bit more than I thought. So I'm not even sure if this is entirely accurate anymore, but... If I can also live forever... I mean, bar... Bar the normal stuff has given me a bit of comfort, knowing that you'll be around too. So I would like... I would like to at least get to a place where we can have a real conversation. And we're gonna get you out. And we're gonna talk, if you let me. I hope I can fix some of what I've done to hurt you. Maybe you'll finally get a chance to say sorry as well. Sounds open again. He just sort of glares at you. Didn't say it before. Looks around the room. I don't have anything to apologize for. You broke a promise. So, regardless of your intention, you do have something to say sorry for. But we're not having that conversation right now. His eyes close. And again, it's like you keep interrupting him in the middle of his nap. Go then. Alright. See what we can do. We might be willing to make things a bit nicer here for you. Let us know if you get hungry. You can figure something out. Keen just gets up. He doesn't look back. And goes. Virgil will follow him out. He goes that are behind you. 
Lachlan hasn't moved when you turn back to close the door. Uh, and, like, six minutes later, Henry and the guard reappear, smelling of cigar smoke. Did Henry actually smoke? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just to paint a picture. Yeah. Does he know how to smoke? No. <laughs> Excellent. Has obviously not partaken much, but he's... His eyes a little red-rimmed, <laughs> like... Yeah. And like <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And he is smiling. But it looks like a customer service smile. <laughs> the guard gives Henry a sort of heavy thump on the back. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining me. Really, it's likely to have some company usually. People just leave me alone and it helps so much. Thank you. And look, my friends have already finished with their conversation in their best graces, I'm sure. Again, thank you so much. Henry just nods, heads back in. Henry drops the customer service smile. <laughs> he doesn't necessarily look displeased. It's obvious he's more irritable with the having to smoke a cigar than anything. All right, well, let's get out of here. Right. Perhaps we rendezvous at Simone's? Sure. Back at Simone's. Ox and Ophelia have just been playing cards. As I said, she's a bit quiet. Penny joins you. Cross up next to Ophelia. There's a hummingbird floating around. Excellent. As Ox moves another card, he kind of clears his throat a little. If uh, you don't mind me asking, what brought you somewhere? Well, she sort of leans back. It was supposed to be for fun. Henry was not incorrect in guessing that Lachlan and Kian had sort of a messy breakup, and I thought it would be nice to just forget about things for a while. And clearly it did not work, but that's why we came. Was it the three of you that came to town all together? Three? You, Kian, and Lachlan? Oh, no. Kian wasn't here. How do you meet the two of them? known Lachlan for a very long time. Kian, we met relatively recently, actually. I think he was just travelling around and we were travelling around and helped Kian out of a little skirmish he got himself into and um, made sense for us to travel together. thought it was going to be for longer, but like I said, messy breakup. Flings forward again, moves another card. How long was it that we traveled together? Kian? Yeah. About ten years or so. Why? It's a long time. Is it? Yeah. If you say so. Didn't feel very long to me. Where'd you come from for here? She sighs. Why do you ask? Guess I haven't seen many drow folk around here before. I know, it's surprising. It's a nice place, actually, for us. Well, I've never wanted to stay in somewhere for terribly long, more because of issues with the establishment here, not so much the place itself. But yeah, you're right, there aren't many of us. I don't live here. I mean, I'm, I've been here for a long time now, but that's just because Lachlan's stuck here. I normally would have moved on a while ago. Ox moves another card. How'd you meet Simone? 
Are you trying to get to something here? You're just feeling curious. Well, yeah, usually when everyone else is around, I, I get a little nervous to talk. Especially, uh, don't tell him, but I guess when Keen's around, I, I get a little extra nervous. She looks up from the cards, raised brow. Well, pretty sure Keen's single, so... Yeah, that, that seems pretty clear now. Wish the two of you best of luck. Well, I don't know about that. I haven't given it a whole lot of thought. I mean, Keen's real, real pretty and I don't know. That's <laughs> uh, what made so me attracted. Mm-hmm. She moves a couple cards. What are you just trying to find out about Kian? Understand him a little better. Understand you a little better. I think if you want to know more about Kian, you should ask Kian. Ox scratches the back of his neck a little. I can say that I liked him immediately and had hoped we would be traveling together for much longer. I don't think it's a bad choice as far as friend. I've missed him. I don't suspect he'll be wanting to join us again, so you should have time to get to know him. What happened between Keen and Lachlan? It's... well, I don't know exactly what happened. Keen and Lachlan were out in the oceans, and I think they were probably attacked or something. Keen went down. She pauses, moves another card. Lachlan saved him in, I think, the only way. He did not have Keen's permission. Things seemed alright for a while, and then he vanished. Apparently he planned to come back, but he didn't really give us much of a sign of that, and was gone for a few weeks, so I don't know what he expected, but that's what happened. Ox moves a couple more cards and takes a sip of his tea. Lachlan always been a vampire? Well, not always, I assume. Since I knew him. He nods and takes another sip. Sets his cup down. So, how'd you meet Smog? Smog knows a lot of people. It's been helpful to have someone who understands Lachlan's situation. And she's often willing to help us if we need it. Lachlan already knew her when I met him. I didn't really ask into it very much. Are you suspicious of something? Suspicious ain't really the right word, I guess. More curious. I've known Simone since I first came to somewhere. Just don't know much about her. I think she's a very honest person. I don't know about trustworthy, but honest. Yeah, I think that's true. Felia just sort of looks at you, Ox, for a second. Almost long enough to make it uncomfortable. Lachlan and I met because I ran away from home and didn't really know what I was doing. I think the same, well, I don't know if Keen exactly ran away from, but a similar thing happened. He often takes in people, I think, who thinks needs help. And, well, that's how I met him. 
I'm not from around here. It's been a long time since I was home. So I don't really consider it home anymore. She finishes the rest of her tea. So, you're going to tell me everything about yourself then? Ox gives a little smile and takes another sip of tea. I guess we still got some time to kill. Alright. She sits back from the game of cards, cross her legs, puts her hands on her lap. Go home then. Thank you for joining us here at Spare the Crying. You can follow our boys a little closer over at Spare the Crying Podcast on TikTok and Instagram, and at Spare the Crying on Twitter. The tunes for our tale were created by Marika Shans, and our intro by Ben McElroy. The official art was by our own Corey, who provides the voice of Virgil Flores. We'd love to hear from you all, so if you please, you can leave a rating or review on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or on YouTube. Thanks again for listening to our tale. Hope we meet again, underneath my stars or yours.